Um, I will tell you that I've been playing the living shit out of Evil Dead with Luna. Oh, yeah, I heard Luna was, like, crazy into the new game, yeah? Yeah, yeah, we got it for uh, PS4. Okay, and, and you guys are liking it? Yeah, it's still super not my style of gameplay. Right. It's yeah. still super not, but we've been playing through it, and I've been kind of getting the hang of it a little bit, and, and we've been having a pretty decent time with it. Cool, all right. I <laughs> I will say that I enjoyed Army of Darkness a, a little more than Evil Dead, only because it's way more campy. There's way more dumb shit. Uh, it's yeah, the the tone was a little more uh, just like yeah, we're just gonna do some dumb goofy shit, and that's the movie. I've always felt that Army of Darkness is a lot more focused in what it wants to be. Yeah. Versus Evil Dead Two, where it's still kind of walking this line between like, well, we kind of want to be a horror movie, but we still kind of want to be a comedy. Yeah. And so it 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 does well, but doesn't exceed at either yes. genre. Yes. Whereas Army of Darkness is like, yes. oh, this is a very like Hercules kind of Hercules and Xena sort of um, high fantasy King Arthur story that's a fish out of water story. It's way more confident in what it wants to be. And also, Ash is written way more confident yes. in that. Yes, like, we, I love. We stop him ha- lacking confidence and being lost. He's just completely. Even the ending of the second one, where he shows up and he's like, oh, no, like, it's a Twilight Zone episode, versus he gets in this one and he's just like, everybody here is pissing me off. Like, that's, you know. <laughs> I loved Army of Darkness Ash. I, yeah. I like that character yeah. a lot. Yeah. Well, good news is, that's how he's written from that point on. So, in Ash versus Evil Dead, he's written that way. Like, he's just, that's it from now on. Is That's the character he is. He's, like, super overconfident and ridiculous and has great one-liners and all that nonsense. So. Love it. Podcast. My name is James. I'm Zach. I'm Justin. Hey guys. I'm no, back. no Wayne's World countdown. No nothing. No, Just no. We're, we're going right into it, baby. Here we go. Hey everybody. Yeah. And you know the thing was that was the smoothest like intro too. That was this like it went perfectly like without it having any sort of cut into it. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm basically just a wild animal. You just gotta sneak it up on me, and then yeah. it'll be fine. <laughs> we're back. We were off for like a month. We're back, baby. Uh, yeah. Inflation, the economy. There's all kinds of reasons we were off. It's Damn. just not laziness. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Heavy drinking. Um, yeah. Not enough games no, to talk about. Yeah. No games coming out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah we're gonna blame Nintendo for why we we didn't release something new. But uh, in in going along with that, let's also not talk about video games for a minute. Let's talk about board games. Let's because... specifically one of I would say the Yoshi Tetris Attack. Of board games for James and possibly for for Justin, um, uh, a board game that um, defies many conventions, uh, defies many time frames, and many afternoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we are talking about uh, is this third or fourth edition? Fourth edition. Fourth edition, the space epic to end all space epics, Twilight Imperium. Yeah. We yeah. recently uh, participated in a in a full game of Twilight Imperium. Um, game number what for you, James? Of of, of oh. actual games of TI that you've played? Uh, Twenty thirty. Wow. I I've played way more TI than anyone should. 
This man has played this game longer than I successfully went through college. That's how long he has played <laughs> his goddamn board game. Justin, what about you? How many uh, how many rounds of uh, TI have you been through? If James is saying 20, 30, I'd probably say 10 to 15. I thought you were going to double his number for some reason, even though it wouldn't <laughs> be like, any sense. Guys, like if, J- if James said t- 20 to 30, I'd probably about 50, 60 if I had to guess. Um <laughs> So I feel like I'm talking to two war vets. Like you two have, have cleared several tours of TI uh, and, and have lived to tell the tale. Let me tell so, you about the game we played where I was stuck behind enemy lines. You only had so and many pieces of plastic. off my ass. Also true. So uh, James, try to walk the nice folks at home through TI in general. Like how, how would you even describe this game and kind of give us a little bit of a short synopsis on like the legacy of this game i would describe twilight imperium is the game that like if if you don't know what it is it's the game that like your friend who's very into board games loves it is the board gamers board game it is the super bowl it is the super bowl of board games uh it is um notoriously long it um I am very proud. Uh, for those who know Twilight Imperium, I want to let everyone know that we played a seven-player game with four new players and got it done in about eight hours. Uh, which, if anyone knows, that that's impressive. That's a feat. Um, in that this, is in a this feat. Particular um, game. If you don't know how to play this game and you play it with your friends who also don't know how to play this game... Uh, depending on how many of there uh, there are, uh, if you play like six player game, it's going to be all night. It will be like 10, 11, 12 hours. It will take forever. Uh, it, it is a long game. It is a uh, what what people refer to as a four X game. It is a uh, uh, I forget what four X. Uh, people came you know, up with you this. Know how porn is like triple three X's. There you uh, go. Four X's. That's four X's, baby. As a, as a man who wears porn. a three X, I can tell you <laughs> this is definitely a four X game. They came up with this term called four X, uh, which was like expand, explore, exterminate, and exfoliate. I can't remember what the other <laughs> exfoliate. I can't remember yeah, the, what the other. The, my favorite round of TI is when we all get a foot scrub. That's right, right. My favorite round. I can't remember <laughs> what the other, the fourth X is, but yeah, that this is a genre called four X. It is a four X space strategy game uh, where you and hopefully five, uh, five other people. I, I would say it is the sweet spot for player count in this game is about six. Five is fine. Seven is fine. You you want around six to to get like the true experience. Um, uh, but yeah, it's a game of you know uh, uh, war and negotiating and politics. There's a phase where everyone sits around like in the Star Wars prequels and we all debate galactic law. Uh, yeah, that is Twilight Imperium. Um, I think. Did you say expand? expand explore expand ex- <laughs> again uh ju- just just hearing white noise as he's just trying to think of other x kind of words no no, no, no. I, wikipedia I entry i cheated and just like uh expand are we talking about expand i forgot what the um, other x yeah is. no a, a a space game for those that feel that the game risk is too brisk to get through yeah um a as james put the the Board game, the board game fanatics board game. Uh, four generations of it, four 
versions of it. All, all the kinks are allegedly worked out. Um, and and just recently we got like what DLC content, correct? So there was some additional thing, expansion. Uh, we got fourth edition what in like twenty seven? No, twenty seven. No, it's sooner than twenty sixteen. I don't know. 2016, 2017, we got fourth edition. And then they put out an expansion in 2019 or 2020, pretty recently. And what they've been doing after the expansion is pretty cool. And I've seen some other board games start to go in this direction where they basically start releasing board game DLC. Uh, and it, it's perfect for a game like Twilight Imperium, where you have, um, there are, in the base game, there are 17, I think different factions you can play as and each faction has their own strengths and weaknesses and um you know they have their own special units and special abilities and special rules the expansion adds math uh for seven more so we're up to a total of 24 in the last like dlc pack they put out there's another new race but they keep and it's good the reason i say it's good for a game like this is they, like, do some balance changes to some of the factions. Because now when you're up to 25 fucking factions, inevitably you're going to have some factions that are more powerful and a little weaker. So they come out with, um, they've come out with what they call the Codex, which they use to, like, re-release new cards or um, re-release even, like, a new faction like they did last time. And the cards will have, like, uh, you know, now that power that was, like, kind of useless and stupid or, like, didn't work that well before or was, like, really situational. Now we changed it. And now it's really useful or, you know, more impactful or whatever. Um, and, uh, yeah, there has been three codexes after the expansion. So now you have the fourth edition of the game with one expansion and three DLC packs. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a hell of a... Things. So I have a question. I wonder, I wonder where that DLC kind of idea came from for board games. I mean, obviously, there's the model for video games, but my point is, I would almost say, I feel like certain Kickstarters might have kind of led the path to that. Yeah, maybe. because with a lot of a lot of Kickstarters for board games, it would be like, all right, look, we get X amount of money and we can release the base game. And everybody can play, and it's all good. But if we make more money, then we're going to release, like, additional characters or additional figures or whatever, whatever. Because I think of, like, Mixtape Massacre was, like, a, a crowdfunded game. And it did so well that they were able to release, like, little baby sequels that were just additional missions and, and additional killers in the game. Uh, TN, who's been on the show before, was telling me about a Marvel Zombies game that's going through Kickstarter. And the base game has, like... 10 characters in it but it's like well you we keep giving us money we can go up to a fucking 100 and it's like oh my god so i wonder if that has sort of inspired some of this yeah maybe the crazy thing about the kickstarter model is essentially when you're trying to get funding you're like hey here's this level of funding and if we get to the level of funding we can commit to releasing all these extra things what um and and i've seen a lot of this coming from fantasy flight games what fantasy flight games has done with twilight imperium and some of their other miniatures games it's just straight up just like just free content it's like hey here's these codexes for twilight imperium um you know here's the rules for how they work if you want you can print and play the components you know you can just print them out on shitty printer paper if you want i had them professionally printed because i'm a fucking asshole oh. um oh. Well, I think the idea here is, obviously, any game 
wants to keep its fan base interested. You know, and that in the in the olden days of uh, once we started getting digital content in video games, that was definitely part of it. You know, like there'd be extra Call of Duty maps or whatever the fuck, and then suddenly it was, hey, wait a minute, you can just nickel and dime people to death, and you know, your your sixty dollar game can actually end up costing one hundred and forty five dollars if you do it the right way, and blah 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 blah. But in this case, I think, especially with a game like Twilight Imperium, I do not think it's cost effective. Yeah, and you're gonna not. really, and you're gonna really piss on your fan base to be like, oh hey, you gotta go buy. It's been five years. Time to go buy this big son of a bitch all over again. Yeah. You know, so in that case, just keep the, the the nuts and bolts the same. And like you said, just by adding a couple of new factions, which doesn't super change the like. It's not like, oh, you got to throw the old game board away. No, it's the game itself is still the same. But that should incentivize people to be like, ooh, it's been a while since we've played TI, and I really want to play as this new faction, so let's try this out again. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering, because, like, obviously they're not making any money out of this. They're just releasing it. There's just a PDF you can just download and print. But I'm wondering somewhere down the line, if they do enough of these codexes, can you, like, go to the store and buy the codex pack that has, like, everything they've released over time in the codexes that's all, you know, printed by them officially and whatever. Uh, it's maybe. a good way to test the waters as well. You know, let's see, like, okay, could that be something? Because, yeah, why the – again, back to video games, there's been Game of the Year editions that are just basically – it's the base game plus all the bullshit they came out with after the fact. Yeah. Why couldn't you do the same thing for a board game? Yeah. Like, oh, here's the definitive codex where it's like technically you could be playing with most of this stuff for the last however many years, but now, hey, look, it's official. It doesn't look like it was printed out on a piece of construction paper. You know, you yeah. can you, you have to wait till Steam summer sale to get it. Exactly, exactly. It's like okay, yeah, I'm actually that would be nice. Um, so because, and and it's funny because I remember the old. Uh, we played this in college. Do you remember the the game Zombies? Oh, that yeah. had a lot. That had a shitload of expansions, but I think the big downfall of that was. A, they didn't do the math right in terms of figures. Because you'd be like, oh, let's play with, like, the base game plus these two expansions. Okay, so now your map is, like, four times the size it originally was. But you don't have that same exponential amount of zombies. So now you're running out of zombies halfway through. Yeah. But also to the point, and I, and I really like that you pointed this out, the fact that there is an attempt at rebalancing things with this included new content, I think is the difference maker. Because with some of those zombie games, you know, when you got to, like, expansion six or seven, they would have some fucking ridiculous card in it that you're just like, well, that's just going in the main deck. And then suddenly you were just, it's like, oh, this one's really fucking broken. You know, and they didn't think about it. It's like, well, really, if you've got this card, you've got the card from the first game. Yeah, combination could really fuck up this whole system. No, no they were just like, oh, <laughs> shit. So kudos to them for for thinking ahead to go okay this is cool that we've introduced this but now this sort of fucks up the economy of this game so let's yeah rebalance some things so you know it's a party game just like smash brothers is what i'm trying to say so i want to get a little more subjective here and talk about uh our experiences playing the game because obviously i've played it 30 million times and right. it's a game that i love and know inside and out and forward and backwards and i have my whole game room stairwell is decorated with twilight imperium artwork and i'm an asshole it's really great actually i love it i love yeah. i love the whole setup i love and, how you I mean, wear it on your sleeve it's... and i was gonna say if you're watching video the two biggest boxes back there oh. is, is, is the game <laughs> uh can you see are they in frame i don't even think they're in frame oh are they not in frame i was thinking those yeah, two big ass they're like boxes. 
They're like slightly over here where you can't see. Uh, anyway. No, uh, let's keep staring at, at James's background and see if we can dox him. Uh, <laughs> so. um, no, I wanted to ask specifically you, Zach, because this is oh basically your first game, full game. Uh, yeah. Is it fair to say you did not have a thrilling experience? Yeah, no, I wouldn't say. Um, I wouldn't say it was like absolutely miserable, but um, I, I didn't get anything. I didn't get anything out of it. Um, the The main issue is the game is very complex at certain elements at certain times. Um, uh, let me let me start with the positives. Super love the voting time. I think the debate, I think the politics part is a fucking blast. Especially when it's like, oh, some some of the stuff you got to vote on is kind of finicky because you're like, wait, wait. so we're voting and then this guy might win. But for the stuff where it's like, oh, you all have to vote for this or there's consequences and now it's a weird rule that's going to just fuck up the next hundred rounds. That's very interesting to me. I like the concept of like, Oh, now the the whole game pauses for a second, and as you well put it, uh, and then it's just the prequel trilogy from Star Wars, and now it's just this big debate and politics and trying to weigh out your your options and voting and and the fact that there are things that you could vote on that just absolutely fuck the game up, and now it's like, oh, now it's this, and now every turn ends with this, and everyone's penalized. Um, I thought that was actually really interesting. My my um, favorite, if I could tell an anecdote from our last game, we had. Uh, I can't remember the exact name of the card, uh, but it's the one for people who played this before. It's the one where you choose strategy cards for other people, and that got <laughs> that got voted in round like what round two maybe round two yeah it was round two yeah and so you know every single subsequent round, but we did the voting and we're like ah it passes and then the speaker goes, wait so is this. For the rest of the game? And you were like, yes, the rest of the game! The like... whole table <laughs> screamed at the speaker. Because they're like, all right, that's it. Bang, bang, that's a new law. And then we're all like, oh my god. And he's like, well, that ends after this, right? And we're like, no, it's for the rest of the game! And then we all freaked out. Because he's, like... he's the tie-breaking vote and didn't understand the impact of it. <laughs> that's not TI. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But that, I think, was probably the apex for me, was that moment of just... We're all freaking out, and then we're like, oh, my God, now this is how the – and then, yeah, from that point on, it was no longer a matter of like, oh, I'll pick this role for the next round so I can do this move. Now it was like, oh, now this is its own negotiation and blah, 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 blah. It's like, um, don't give James this card. Yeah, whatever you do, don't give him that card. Yeah. Um, and I thought that part was interesting. Um, I liked the little bit of wheeling and dealing part because I, we, I don't even remember if you remember us playing this. But there's a there's a game that was made literally a hundred years ago. Like there's a game called Pit, Pit and it's this yeah. game from the fucking twenties, yeah. and it's about the stock market and da 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 da. But basically, what it is is everybody just has a hand of cards, and each uh, there's like ten suits basically in the game, but they're all crops. They're types of crops, and basically the game is you hit the bell, and then everyone's trying to trade until you have a full hand of the say of one of the same thing. Um, but you can't tell everybody what you have. So it's this mysterious sort yeah. of trade-off of like, oh, I've got two, you've got two, okay, and you're just hoping that you're not fucking each other over and that whole thing. I love that game, and so it's, <laughs> it's also super fucking easy. Um, 
but there's there were elements of this that kind of had that. Ti had elements of that at certain moments where you're like, well, I'll give you this and then this and then don't shoot me and da, da. I like that part. Um, Deal making. What I yeah, the wheeling and dealing and the like try and like everyone is both has firepower but also has limitations. Like that's all very interesting. Um, where I struggled is in the nuts and bolts of each round lasts uh, four lifetimes. And so <laughs> you just kind of keep going around and around and around and around until everyone goes, I can't do any more moves. Um, and then once everybody says, I can't do any more moves, then we move on to the fun part. So <laughs> there, I, I think we were probably two or three rounds in and I was overwhelmed. Like I didn't really, because the the ruling that you always throw out is like, well, if you're if you're overwhelmed, just think about like what can you get to get points, what can you do to get victory points, because that's ultimately what matters. But I was so neck deep into, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, I don't know what my options are at this point, you know, and I didn't ask for help specifically enough. Nobody offered to help specifically enough. Oh, I attacked you. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, you're yeah, right yeah. You were fucking him in the ass. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but the the big indicator, with the, the big I need help indicator was, for three major rounds, I had elected to end my turn because I I wasn't doing any more moves, while everyone else had like ten moves to go, and I feel like that's a huge. So if you're like setting up a game and you're kind of sort of playing lifeguard. If one of your players is like, uh, I elect to pass. And it's like, we just started this round. That's not a good sign. That's a sign of, I don't know what I'm fucking doing. And I don't think I can do anything that's worthwhile. So I'm shutting down. Um, in my defense, I made it four hours, uh, without looking at my phone once. Um, I, I gave it a shot, but I, like I said, I just got overwhelmed and then, like, I, I would say, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you're playing the game and you're playing it well, you could maybe have one round, maybe two, where you go home early and you're not fucked. Like, you go, uh, I'm going to elect to pass, and there's maybe a couple more things you could have done. I would say maybe you get, like, one gimme round, maybe two. But, by, but when you pull it three times in a row... Mm -hmm. Everyone was so far into their plans by that point, mm -hmm. into whatever they're fucking doing. Oh, I'm trying to make it across the galaxy. I'm trying to uh, create a coup and overthrow the government of, of the main planet or whatever the fuck everyone's trying to do. At that point, point-wise on the board, I was just super far behind at that point. And there's not really, unless I pulled out some unbelievable shit, there's not really a huge way to make that up. Yeah. yeah I would yeah. say that's... The the big the big negative because I looked it up online I was like am I the other person who like doesn't do well at this game no the big criticisms across the board is oh game takes too long that's the huge that's all I could read the opening line again and again and again to all these manifestos was game takes too fucking long um for me 
the issue is not necessarily length of game because if you're going in knowing it, if this was like a surprise, if on the fucking box it said surprise, like, eight hours for ages, you know, fucking ten to thirty, and like <laughs> estimated play time ten to fifteen minutes, and then it took eight hours, yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? But the fact <laughs> the, that you go in, the actual box says five hours, which is a lie. If you've not played true. this game before, you will not finish a game in five <laughs> hours. I guarantee like the marketing team. I feel like the, the <laughs> yeah, game yeah, testers yeah. were like, it's going to be at least eight hours. And the marketing was like, we can't put fucking eight hours in the box. <laughs> yeah, so the literally, that's that's yeah. an entire fucking day. They'll put, right. It's a work day. They'll put yeah. us in jail. Um, <laughs> but the thing for me is that it is a game that when you really step in the shit, there is just no – when you're on the losing end of it, there is just no hope. And it's just like – and, you know, and it's not one of those games where – you can just turn around and just be like, you know what? It, like, <laughs> if you ever play those, uh, like, um, uh, not Cruising USA, but like Daytona 500 yeah. in an arcade, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're just like driving around yeah. the track, and then you get bored because yeah. you're like 12. And, you and you're like, fuck around, this shit. And you turn and around and you drive backwards and fuck all the cars up. <laughs> you can't do that in TI. You can't go like, hey, you know what? I'm losing. Why don't I just make life fucking difficult for everybody? See, I mean, like, that's, you can. I disagree. I think okay. you can. I think that's your only option when you get to a point where you're like, you're looking at the scoreboard and you're like, well, I'm not winning. Like your, your choices are to like, well, I'm just going to whip out my phone and like whatever. Or let me look around the table. (laughs) Let me look around the table and I'm going to choose who gets to win this game. Cause like uh, that guy, he fucked me in the ass earlier in the game. I'm going to make for goddamn sure he is not the winner today. Like, I think that is your only play when you're far behind in Twilight Imperium. You can just be like, all right, fuck that guy, though. True. Okay, I agree with that. But the problem is, back to square one, I don't, I didn't have a firm enough grasp on what my options yeah. could be yeah. to be mischievous. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. that point, like, you know, my, my, my option to be like, you know, uh, a, a chaos entity would have been like, when it was my turn, just being like, hmm what to do and just waste as much time and just make the game go on longer. Like that was my only option for like my base knowledge of like, what can I do in this game? Um, so yeah, that was, I just, it's just not for me. It's just a lot of options. That's fair. And it's uh, not for everyone. Yeah. And it it seems like there's a lot of lore, but the game itself is like, Oh, that that shit matters. Like, okay, well that's not great. I think, Um, I think you have to bring some of that, to the table yourself like everyone has to role play no 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 let me finish let me finish i think everyone has to role play a little bit which if you've never played the game before you're like drowning in rules and you're like wait what do i do here how am i allowed to do this what am i allowed to do here you your brain is not in role play mode like right once okay. you've once, I agree with that. That's once, once you're like, you know, two or three games veteran, then you can be like, ah, let me put this layer on top of it where I'm going to role play being the Borg from Star Trek or, you know, right. whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And like, ah, I'm just going to role play being an asshole to everyone. Just whatever. Yeah. So, so, so back to <laughs> the Daytona 500 metaphor, it would be like, oh, there's strategy to race in. But if you've never driven a car before, 
that strategy is not going to come into the conversation. You're just trying to figure out how to make the e-brake not be on anymore. Yeah, it's like right, right, you, yeah. you chose manual when you should have chosen automatic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely did that as a kid, by the way. And oh, I'm yeah. Like, there definitely be times where I'm like, oh, that seems cool. And then I'm just like, oh, why am I dead last? And I can't get out of first gear. <laughs> oh, because that's what that means. <laughs> that's why that's why crazy taxi was perfect for me it was just forward right. and backwards that's it best game well but, but let me let me turn this around then so so justin uh you've played as you stated earlier uh 75 games of ti in your <laughs> in your career uh oh, far more than james um what draws you to ti other than james's puppy dog eyes what brought <laughs> what brings you in to wanting to play this game and what do you get out of it? What has been like some personal highlights for you? Um, I like the, I mean, I like the sociability of it. it. It's a very, it's a very fun social game. Great to get around. Great to kind of, it, it's a great way to gather people together and, and, and just play a game and be like into a game. Even if, you know, you're probably fucking each other over in the end, right. but, um, I do agree with you, uh, um, on the fact that if, you don't have a good start if you don't get your plan in motion in the beginning of the game then you can really get like really behind to the point yeah. where you can't really come back from that yeah. and that's happened to me several times i'm not i'm not the greatest strategy game player i'm not a chess player i'm not anything like that i i i suck at strategy games um but i don't know the game's just just so appealing cuz there's so many different variables you can be someone who's running around attacking everyone uh, and that can, you know, get you your victory points. Or you can be someone who just simply makes trades and that gets you your victory points. You can be completely passive and that gets you your, your victory points. You can be just, you know, planet dominating or you really just need Mechatol Rex, the main planet. Like you can like there's so many ways you can win. And obviously it does depend on the uh, faction that you pick as well. But right. Um. For instance, this last game that we just played, someone, yep. brand spanking new, and I know James helped them a lot too, but brand Help spanking them new. over me. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Well, here's the smart, I mean, the smart thing she did was like, Have she's titties. like, A, that, and B was like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Started showing me like her secret objectives. and that. Okay, that, so there's your thing. There's your thing. If uh, if you're in trouble, just whip out your secret objectives and then just look at all the help you'll start to get. That's, <laughs> yeah. uh... And she was like, hey, can you help me complete these? And I'm like, at, for me, I'm like, I'll help you complete those. You help me complete mine. So, like, we definitely teamed up. I had had a few drinks too many. And Drink then poos. we got to the yeah. last round. I look at the scoreboard and I was like, ah, shit. We're both going to score out at the same time, but she's beaten me in initiative order, so I lose, uh, is what happened. Yeah. So, but slight yeah, she, miscalculation. She, I, absolutely. Uh, an, an alcohol-fueled miscalculation. Also, I, 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 I realized, I realized Tien, Tien, who was playing with us, Tien had the, like, Crown of Thanlos dumb shit or whatever, which gives him the extra victory point, but if you attack him... Then you take away his victory point. Anyway, I realized what I should have done if I wasn't very drunk. I realized what I should have done was just mm -hmm. attack TN and take his planet, take his victory point. I would have and then good. it wouldn't have mattered the order anyway, of, then, of Yeah, moves. yeah. Then I would yeah. have scored it. Anyway, 
But no, um, this new player won just by cooperating with me, never fought a battle, never like did anything. That's true. Just was peaceful, just won. Uh, I mean, they were Hakan, so she was making you know, money Trade hand deals. over yeah. hand over fist, just had a stack Which, of fat That, that reminds me, I, I do have a question about that. The, because that player who won did just have a Bezos amount of money by the end of the game and didn't really use it at any point. Is there a pathway that you need the money for? Like, is there a way, obviously it didn't really come up in our, in our game, but is there like something that you'd be like, oh, well, if you were going to do this thing, you need a shitload of money to be able to pull that off. Well, I mean, she won, the victory point she scored out on was uh, the two-pointer, which is like score 24 resources or something like that. So, I mean, okay. she, she okay. did have to spend a fair. Yeah, I was going to say, the big, the big ones are objectives, probably. Even if that doesn't come up, you could just be like, well... I'm going to build my flagship. I'm going to build a fucking armada and then just yeah. go ruin somebody's game. Like, you know, if you have a, a, a mountain of cash that high. Okay. But I mean, the 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 thing with Hakan always is uh, when you get to like high level strategy of it. Like Hakan is the only uh, race, uh, the only faction in the game where the table can just be like, Nah, your power doesn't matter. Like, you could just... Everyone could just refuse to trade with Hakan. Hakan only makes money if you trade with him. That's so the, true. Yeah. The table could be like, no. Like, not gonna just, trade with you. Just Fuck cancel you. that whole thing yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Like, and mm-hmm. then Hakan's abilities are all blank because they make money through trade. And if they have no trade partner, then they're not making money. Um, so you have to play on people's inherent greed is what I'm hearing here. Yeah. Anyway. That's yeah. what happened in so the yeah, game. I mean, that, that that's... Yeah, that, that, but that's such a cool factor to have in that game is is just all these like different ways to just win, get points. Um, with the expansion, I'm still having a rough time like mingling my way into understanding like the whole like mech thing and the hero and agent and all that stuff. Uh, but I, I feel like I'm getting better at it. I feel like I'm starting to because uh, I remember the first first and second time we played with the expansion um i completely forgot about the agents and heroes forgot to flip them over when i got the certain like achievements to activate them and so uh so it's it's definitely a game there's a very big learning factor in the game but it i also feel like it doesn't take a whole lot and i also agree with james that the role playing thing you don't have to dress up and be like in character yes but, you like, do that's how we play we like to dress <laughs> I, up i know we yes like you do up. we're a bunch of fucking stupid nerds that like to dress up but um no but what i mean is like if you can put yourself in that mindset or, that your race is a certain way so like the one i played was kind of like borg like so they just kind of go around they destroy things they assimilate and they can you know uh build a bunch of big ships um, there's another one that's literally just a virus, and they just just grow and attack things, but they can't really be like other humanoids. There's one that's they're, just a plant not, creature. Yeah, they're not allowed to be in the Galactic Senate. Like they're not yeah. allowed because they're the virus. Like why would they? Because it's literally space just a racism. <laughs> um, so no, it's like, and, and another thing I will say as a positive because you guys made me think of this is. I, I like how Justin, you brought up an excellent point that there are so many different variables and that goes down to like the structure of the game as well. I do like that. There's not like a concrete board that you have to build out the, the galaxy depending on how many players are involved. Um, I like that there's so many different races and options, but that the actual tokens are the same, that they're universal. Uh, there are elements to keep the game evolving and changing and keep it interesting 
that I do appreciate. It's uh, just the nuts and bolts of it is just not my game. And it makes me feel stupid. It really does. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, you know, when you're sitting at a table with six other people who are like, Dad! like they're having like the, like, you know, Stan Bush eighties, like, yeah, like having a montage. Everyone's <laughs> high five. And stuff like that. I'm, like, I'm looking Camera like, pans like, over to Zach. Sad. I'm looking up like hooked on phonics on my phone. And, like, you know, <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little taxing, but, um, I, I, now, James, you mentioned that they're also working on a different style of game, but also including some of the same, I guess, lore of TI. Is that so correct? This is like the game that Fantasy Flight, the studio, this was like their first game. This was the game that put them on the map, uh, this game, Twilight Imperium. Obviously, we're on the fourth edition, but now they're trying to branch out this IP into other games, into other properties. They're working on a Twilight Imperium role-playing game which I am definitely down for. Color me interested. I'm uh, interested in that. Okay. Uh, the the premise, by the way, the premise of the role-playing game is, remember the race that I played where I was basically Starfleet and, like, you're... I, my race was, like, charged with keeping galactic peace and promoting harmony right. between... The role-playing game is you're all members of Twilight Imperium Starfleet and you have to, like, go out into the galaxy and keep peace. Anyway, the premise is very interesting to me. I like it. I like so it. they're working on a role-playing game. They are now also working on a roll and write. If you don't know what a roll and write is, yes, you do. Uh, you've played Yahtzee before. Um, so roll and write is basically you roll dice, you look at the result of the dice, you write some stuff down, you roll dice, you look at the result, you write some stuff down. That's a roll and write. Um, they are working on a Twilight Imperium themed roll and write, uh, which is very interesting to me. I don't know how you adapt Twilight Imperium into a roll and write, but they got my letters. They were like, "How do we make Twilight Imperium for Google babies? And <laughs> how do so... we make Twilight Imperium for sixty-year-old?" I don't. Yeah, I don't know Fisher, if it's going to be. It's Twilight Imperium Fisher Price edition. So I don't know that it's going to be Twilight Imperium Fisher Price edition because there's still twenty-five fucking factions. They said every single faction, base game, and the expansion, and the fucking Codex race are all going to be in the roll and write. So there's 25 factions, which presumably all have different abilities, uh, and I've looked at, like, the roll and write board, and it's, like, three gigantic fucking boards, so I don't necessarily know that this is going to be, like, Fisher-Price TI. Uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not complicated enough. We need it to be a four-tiered board, and you got to roll dice onto other dice, yeah. But anyway, at the very least... you get all the dice at once, you scream, Makatol! Exactly. (laughs) And you sweep the whole table over and start over. That sounds fun, actually. Uh, At the very least, you and I can play the RPG together. I would like that very much. Uh, Yeah, we'll just be... We'll sit in a room together, just you and I naked, and we'll just role-play, you know, TI characters. I love it. Uh, (laughs) You guys are just going to wear your Star Trek costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Basically. Um, So any final thoughts on on TI? If you're going to, like... Close this out in like a Billy Mays sales pitch for people who have been discouraged by my tales of woe. Listen, and, uh, it's it's an event. It, you will, for better or for worse, you will remember the time you played Twilight Imperium. And if that's a good experience, many people, like Zach, do not have a great... I didn't... The first time I played TI, I didn't like it. Uh, I... Oh, yeah. I, I didn't like it. I I played. I, I can't remember what happened, but it was like everyone at the table was just yelling at each other the whole time. Somebody came in and like ruined my home planet, and everyone was just yelling at each other. And I was like, I don't know. I don't think I like this game. 
like this I game... remember in our in our first few games, we were very yeah. attacky. Yeah, it and was. We like... realized like, oh, you don't have to attack each other so. Much. Well, like... I think that's just naturally like you assume yeah. like yeah, you've yeah, got yeah, all yeah, these yeah, warships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, okay, well, clearly I have to put these to use. Uh, but yeah. I remember my first experience with this game was not good, and it took. Uh, we didn't know how to play, so it took like ten hours, and we were all just kind of miserable at the end. And I was like, I don't know, was that fun? I don't think Skimming that was fun. Cool books. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like the second or third time, it like clicked for me when I was like. You don't have to, like, attack everyone all the time. You focus on scoring points, which may or may not necessitate, atta- necessitate attacking people. Yeah. But, like, you know, the game we played, uh, the the girl who won never attacked a goddamn person. Like, never even got in a fight uh, yeah. the whole game. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, I did not have a great first time. But, anyway, for better or for worse, you will remember the time you played Twilight Imperium. It's an experience uh, and if you like it, even if you don't like it, I would say maybe give it a second chance. Uh, if, if you're like me, you, you know, maybe it'll click on your second time and you're like, oh my god. The thing I love about this game is, like Justin said, there's like so many interactions. It is a game for someone whose brain works like mine, who like I love thinking about games. There's like so much to think about in this. There's so many so many interactions because there's 25 fucking factions and each faction has like a list of abilities and then their leaders their agent does something and then when their commanders unlock that does and then they have a hero which is basically like a superpower that they could do and you're like oh but what if their hero does this with this what if they team up with this race and then they trade this and then oh that would be really good like there's so many like my brain just goes crazy thinking about like all of the strategies and stuff for this game. I don't know. It's great. Uh, and that's why the only way we can beat James is by getting him intoxicated. We gotta, we gotta shut his brain down. It's a great we gotta, equalizer. We gotta kill some brain cells. Get the, uh, get the even playing field there. Yeah, uh, it works. A, it works. That's a great way to put it because I feel like that is really what I struggle with. Because even in other simpler games that we've played, I still get overwhelmed with like the the strategy and the building on top of things. I'm like, well, if he does this, then I can move this and I can do that. I'm just, I just don't, my brain is just not great at that. So I'm, even, I'm the same way. even, you know, less intense games that we've played, I'll still be like, we'll be like five rounds in. And I'm like, Hey, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing anymore. I've lost the plot. Where are we going with this? <laughs> it's like, Oh, you can either Super do Smash this. Brothers. Yeah, exactly. So you do this or you do this. Okay. 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 I guess I'll do this. Well, that one didn't do anything. Well, I'm going to lose then. I don't fucking care. Um, but I did, I did feel as I punched the microphone, I did feel vindicated because during the play, during the last time we played, uh, someone at the table asked why I was playing because very clearly I was not doing a good job of lying. Uh, I was, I was showing on my face that I was not having, um, an absolute, it was not Christmas morning on my face apparently. And so, uh, well, also the scoreboard was like everyone was like eight points, eight points, seven points, seven points, and Zach had like three or four. So it was like, you give me too much credit. I had like two. Um, <laughs> and so somebody had asked, like, well, if you're miserable, why are you even fucking playing this game? And I looked at James and I said, because he asked me to. Like, it's, it's about friendship. The first, the halftime that we played the first time, uh, I bonded with, with a, 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 a gentleman that I never thought I would talk to. And we ended up having, like, funny banter, and we ended up like, oh, I, he's actually a pretty great guy. So, like, James is right. Even even if the game is overwhelming, there is such a 
weird it is an event it is an event and it feels it's, it's a good it's a good social thing it's a nice little yeah. so, social gathering and it's easy to get lost in like no. because there's so much shit going on and it's fucking eight hours like it is easy to get lost in there uh, where you're not really thinking like oh, do i have to go did i change the laundry over like no you're like oh fucking okay now we got to vote on that what are we voting on is this a good thing or a bad thing someone tell me you know <laughs> Which is how real politics work. Because they all just look at each other. <laughs> is this a good thing or a bad thing? Someone tell me. So there you go. That's Twilight Imperium. Do you guys want to talk about some of the games? At time of recording, uh, it is right after not E3. When E3 would have been, it's when Summer Games Fest was. Uh, at time of recording, there, this is an interesting time. Because if Nintendo is doing a Nintendo Direct... Uh, in the summer it hasn't been announced yet so we are in between summer games fest all of the other announcements have been made except nintendo's do you guys want to talk about some of the games that were revealed at uh uh, uh summer games fest zach i've got one for you okay um i think twilight this... imperium the point and click <laughs> adventure uh <laughs> this might be your favorite game of all time and i need to know what you think about it resident evil 4 remake Just the idea of, without knowing anything else, how do you feel about a remake of your favorite video game? Because that happened to me last two years ago with Final Fantasy VII Remake. There, the potential for Rock Hard Boner is, like, all-time high. Right. Um, love that game. Played that game on several systems. Um, one of the few games that I've beaten multiple times. Um absolutely love that game um so updating it especially you know with like i enjoyed playing um resident evil village i thought that was a lot of fun so if that's sort of the dna that we're building from in terms of like nuts and bolts i don't hate that just just announced today by the way just announced today today hours ago we've got resident evil 8 dlc coming including including DLC for Mercenaries, where you can now... That's what the fuck are talking about? You can now play as additional characters. You can play them in third-person mode. You can play as additional characters. Uh, Chris Redfield, cool. Uh, 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 Is it Flaccid Physics, though? (laughs) Flaccid Physics. That's a whole (laughs) story. Um, uh, You can play as Eisenberg. You can play as Lady Dimitrescu. In hey, you can be there we go. nine feet tall in mercenaries with claws. That's why. That's why the fucking option of like you can play third person now. Yeah, no shit. Because <laughs> if you're playing as a character that takes up two thirds of the screen, that's not going to really work. So yeah, it makes a lot more sense. That sounds fucking fantastic. Um, my only concern is I can't imagine that an RE4 remake is going to be coming out for PlayStation Four. It's probably going to be a ps5 or pc thing so well, let me check that it, it might be um because i think i heard something about vr as well which i'm like i don't care uh, um it's also but, the original has been ported to vr the remake no, is no, no. not i think they're doing something i don't think it's going to be full-blown remake but i think i heard something about like yeah. there is going to be some kind of resident evil 4 yeah Unis on vr oh i think oh, okay um let me check this. Uh, uh, oh, no, it's not PS4. It's yeah, not so PS4. I'm gonna, 
So I'm going to have to rob a target and get a PS5. Or you can come over and play it with me because you know I'm going to get that the second it comes out. For better, you know, even if the review's good, review's bad. Buggy it shit, doesn't matter. Um, Okay, then I'll do that. Uh, No, that's fucking incredible. I love RE4. Holy shit, that's great. Um, I hope they... I hope they don't fuck it up. Well, I hope they don't <laughs> mature it too much. Meaning, like, th- similar to uh, we were having a discussion before recording about uh, the movie Army of Darkness and taking that character of Ash and making him super over the top and super confident and have a bunch of great one liners is kind of the same treatment they gave Leon. Leon from two is kind of unsure of himself and, and is, you know, a rookie. And then when you suddenly see him in four, he's this like walking, confident, you know, macho guy with a bunch of great one-liners. I want that in this game. I don't that, want that. That is my concern. There, yeah. Resident Evil 4, the original, has a very specific, almost like, um, like B-movie action sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't. That's a very specific tone, and I don't know if we're gonna get that. And in... no, if I had to guess, like if I absolutely had to guess, if I'm giving a prediction, yeah, it's probably gonna be similar tone of like, yeah, two and three remake. Probably, it's probably gonna be yeah. very serious, very horror game. Yeah, uh, which, which is still fine. I, I I still enjoy the game itself, so I'm not gonna cry if you know he's not saying like, where'd everybody go? Bingo. Bingo. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to shed tears if they don't include that. I'd be like, well, that ga- that line was dumb the first time. I get it. Um, but unless they're going to completely throw away certain elements, that game still fucking ends with Leon on a goddamn jet ski with the president's daughter, and that's all that fucking matters. So, like, and you, I don't give a shit how many times you change that dialogue where she's like, oh, maybe we can hang out for a little R&R afterwards. And he's like... Hey baby, you're underage. Burn it, did it! Like fuck, <laughs> fuck yeah, that's how you make a movie and a game. So no, that's pretty fucking amazing. I'm I'm pretty ranked for that, and uh, I will also definitely play it as soon as it comes out on a, your. A, a lot of these games just read as a as a, like Zach's personal wish list. Uh, the new Saints Row game, uh, they they. Uh, came out with Saints Row Boss Factory. Are you familiar? You're not familiar with this. You can get Saints Row Boss Factory, I'm pretty fucking sure, right now. It is the Saints Row, the, for the new game, Saints Row, for what are we at, five, five, six? Five, six, five, this is six. The, this is a reboot, but I believe five, we're at five. Whatever, Saints Row, the, the reboot. You can download this right fucking now. It is the Saints Row reboot character creator. You can go ahead and create your character ahead of time get have it <laughs> all ready to go and they showed off in the trailer just like huge like you know they like first they had like some dude and they like perfectly replicated this dude's face in the game and then they just made him naked and just you know massive schlong it's, tiny it's, schlong huge it's very tits <laughs> very um, i'm gonna need to save that clip for later of james just describing all that um no, I, the thing that I've enjoyed about the advertising campaign for this reboot is that they're like, I don't know if they're just not confident or they're afraid of like fan backlash, but there has been very little talk about like what the story is of this reboot, 
how much are we going back and starting over? Are we retelling the same story? You know, what are we doing exactly? Nothing. Nothing about any of that shit. It's literally just like, yeah, no, we used to rip off GTA, but now you can just look and do whatever the fuck you want. Now you can have a giant schlong. (laughs) Yeah. Now with 80% more schlong. Uh, Yeah, no, that's all the ad campaigns have just been like, ah, you make your person whatever. You can make your car whatever. You can have a fucking foam hand that shoots bullets instead they of a gun. They like, know who their audience is. Right, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like that's that's such an interesting way to go about it because, again, this game started as a GTA clone, and now that they're like, well, Rockstar would make things where it's like a deep trailer about like uh, – like I think of like uh, – um, what was it? Was it four? Four or five? Whichever one had like the Russian immigrant guy, he was or, like, "I came to the country with the Nico. with the dream and blah blah blah," and it's like this deep fucking thing, and like Saints Row is just like you, you the tits and the dick on it, and it, and a robot arm. That's pretty cool. Like I'm like, okay, well, tits I'm not gonna be and mad. the dick on it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm not that mad. That's fine. I there for as silly as those games are, there are elements that I very very much enjoyed uh, narratively. But I'm like, mm, I don't know if we're going to get there again, but mm, I can put tits and a dick on it. So, okay. <laughs> and there At you go. You can not. put tits and a dick on it. If that's not on the box, that then they're missing an opportunity. Now with more tits and dicks. <laughs> that's I. That's probably going to be on the box. I, want, I hope, my hope, hope, hope is A, that the soundtrack's good because that's a, kind of a, a staple of a lot of their games is they get a lot of like soup, like literally – the there's a point in Saints Row the Third when you have to uh, it's like a race against time to get to the final boss and you have to drive across town as fast as you can to get to the certain moment and as soon as you get in the car um, holding out for a hero by Bonnie Tyler plays and the chase takes the length of the song to get to the the ending so you're fucking like weaving in and out of traffic and. And it's, like, super tense, and there's, like, dialogue playing while this fucking Bonnie Tyler song is playing in the game. And it's, like, the, I, so I hope that the soundtrack is good, and then I hope Professor Genki comes back. Because that was the weird mini-game uh, game show that they had in, in the previous games, where it was all, like, it was, like, uh, Most Extreme Elimination Challenge, but with guns. And, uh, <laughs> and so I hope that makes a return, because I loved that. And it was super weird, and, like... They just kind of introduce it into the universe of the world that the game is in and just like, yeah, it's the world's most famous game show. And it's just people mowing people down while like jumping over spiked things and and nonsense like that. So that's super exciting for me. What else you got? Uh, Next game, Cuphead Delicious Last Course. Uh, I I don't know. I'm I'm unclear if this is DLC or like a standalone or I think I keep seeing DLC. Okay, so it's a DLC. Uh, But I think I think that's 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 the joke is it's. The Delicious Last Course, DLC. Mm. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Cuphead, Delicious Last Course. Oh, my God. Okay. DLC. DLC. I'm stupid. I didn't get it. I'm, I'm... going to shit the bet on that, but I'm going to play it anyway. I, that game, I've never, I have never gotten less distance in a game that I've enjoyed than that. Like, I've gotten farther in Darkest Dungeon than I have at Cuphead, but yeah, Cuphead's I love fun. that art style. I love the music, so I will definitely be getting that DLC. Uh, Gotham Knights. Have you seen this, Zach? Uh, have I seen this? Have I heard about this? Um, 
I've seen a couple of bits and pieces about it. It's kind of reminiscent of like the Arkham games, right? Like Arkham Asylum, yeah, and Arkham it, City. It seems like this is the spiritual successor to the Arkham games, but it seems like huge... you're playing as everybody except for Batman. Well, it's huge time jump because in the trailer they showed, uh, uh, they're like standing around Bruce Wayne's grave. Like, oh, well Bruce, Bruce Wayne's fucking dead. And you play as, like, the next Batman, or you can play Robin, or you can play a couple of the other DC heroes. Um, okay. uh, so it's, like, big, big, big time jump after the Arkham games. I could be interested in that. Um, mm -hmm. I fell off after Arkham City. Yeah. Because okay. then there was Arkham Knight, I think. E yep. And Arkham Origins. Origin. yep. Yeah, and I didn't really get into those, but um, I could I could see myself playing that one again, just just because like I didn't hate yeah. the system. It was just sort of like ah, okay, I get it, I'm done. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I know our friend Tien is is very very excited for that game. Not surprised. Um, Not surprised. Yeah. I I am also kind of excited for that one. I did like yeah. the Arkham series. I was okay. I was into the except for Origins was okay. Yeah. Night kind of made yeah. me add. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm hoping it, it they kind of get back. To, I hope they get back to the original. It definitely got a little stale. The first formula. two games, first two games, I thought were really good. Oh yeah, those just, are really. Just good. put Riddler trophies in it. Oh, that's fine. It'll write itself. <laughs> yeah, Riddler um, trophies and him yelling at you. That, that's all I need. I don't know. That might be about it for the games that Zach. <laughs> that, for the games well, that the, Zach, the, of the, show the games that gives... Zach gives a shit about. I think that's yeah. about it. Um, there's a new not, not a TM and. TMNT? Oh, that's right. There's a new Teenage Mutant Shredder's Revenge. Shredder's I think that was actually previously announced. Some of these games were previously announced, but there's more footage for them now. Yeah, I did just recently see that, and at first I'm kind of like, that might be interesting. And then it's like, well, you can play as the Turtles or Master Splinter. And I'm like, it's like, all right, Master Splinter and April O'Neil. I'm like, and it's like, okay, well, what about the first time ever you can play as Casey Jones? And I'm like, how has we never played as Casey Jones? Like he's got a hockey mask and a and weapons. How have we never been able to play as him yeah. in any of the turtle games? And then I heard today that like the theme song of the game was written by the Wu Tang Clan. Well, that's and I'm like, awesome. all right, well now I'm interested. Now yeah. what the fuck now. is going on? Yeah. <laughs> the crazy thing they showed off in the trailer is you could have what is it like five or six oh, simultaneous yeah, right. players? So it's just <laughs> fucking chaos on the screen. Just everyone's beating the shit out of yeah. everyone. Yeah. I like the idea of, like, taking the gameplay way back to early arcade, but adding the initial feature of, like, yeah, but what if you had, like, 100 people playing it? Like, yeah. fucking Tetris 99 yeah. and fucking Pac-Man. Like, well, oh, these are old games, but what if you had 100 fucking people playing it at once and just, like, stepping on each other's dicks what if while we you were playing? you know, RAM yeah. and, and CPU processing? Why not? Uh, we're in the future now. We can do it. Let's see. There's a new. You know what I'm excited for? Oh, what's that? Goat if you simulator. say TI, I'm gonna disconnect the call. Goat <laughs> Simulator Three. Goat Simulator ah, Three. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. There's a new goat. Gotta love I, yourself a good uh, ragdoll game. I didn't know there was a second one. I was no, guilty. Did I. I, I was <laughs> like Goat Simulator Three. There was a second one. What? Maybe um, it'll be like thanks, the Thanks Killing movie where they made Thanks Killing Three but didn't make two because they were like our first idea was dumb as shit, so we just skipped it and jumped to the third one. Uh, let's see. There was a new uh, Alien game. I don't know if anyone gives a shit about Alien. Uh, mm. Doesn't sound like it. Uh, mm. There was like two different Dead Space. Does anyone remember Dead Space? There's like... What the yes. fuck? 
There's, uh, I think there was like an actual Dead Space game, but then there was something called the Callisto Protocol, which was made by the original Dead Space like developers. Uh, mm. So there's like official Dead Space and unofficial Dead Space, which ironically might be more official than the official Dead Space. Um, so if if you like Dead Space, um, I think TN was a big Dead Space guy if I remember correctly. So I, that I could, would I probably be interesting. Um, and then just for me, uh, Street Fighter Six. God damn! Not just for you. Not just for you. You're you in know. Street Fighter Six. Look, you can either go home, or you can play with me. <laughs> I thought you were gonna just, say just give me Jean Claude Van Damme DLC. That's all I'm saying. I thought you were gonna say or be a family man. Uh, that was also true. No, have you seen any of the shit for Street Fighter Six? It looks. I saw. I saw all the leaks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 every fucking character. The whole, the whole roster leaked, which is like, uh, it's kind of a bummer, but also kind of not a bummer because the starting roster is fucking sick. Like, yeah, that was kind of my thought. If this yeah. was any other genre of game, it would be like, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But for this, it's like, yeah, quit bullshitting around. Just yeah. fucking show me already. And <laughs> Give me this game. <laughs> Give me this game because that leak is fucking sick. Exactly. Uh, if it's yeah. a fighting game, why are yeah. you fucking around? Especially if it's, especially if you've already got it figured out. Like with the the Warner Brothers Smash Brawl knockoff game. Yeah. I get it if you're like, hey trying to figure out licensing here's who we'd like to have we don't know for sure hey i get that that's fine but if you're fucking capcom you know who's in this fucking game yeah. so yeah. just tell me who's in the goddamn game yeah, yeah, yeah. uh no it i don't know if you've seen that game in motion yet there's like recently there's just been a ton of footage where people have gotten to play it and it looks i saw that maximilian played it yeah. a little bit somewhere yeah really interesting um, it sounds like he's a little bit mixed on it he was like oh at first i didn't like it the more i played the more i liked it or whatever uh, but I've seen footage of that game. That game, just visually, that game looks fucking crazy. It looks, I don't know, it looks exactly the way I want it to look. Um, uh, it, it's its in the RE engine, so all the characters are, like, way more realistic looking than they have been previously, which I was like, oh, God, like, maybe that's a bad move for Street Fighter, because Street Fighter, they, you know, they've always had, like, exaggerated proportions and, like, cartoony faces, and I'm like, Like, oh, all, like, cell shading and all that. Yeah, 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 like, um, especially Street Fighter 4 was, like, really cell shaded, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I would like hyper-realistic characters. Do you want to see hairs and pores? And that's exactly what we're seeing in Street Fighter 6, but it looks really fucking good, and um, I, I don't know, it's got a really strong sense of uh, art style like a really strong um like it's it's like this like urban hip-hop like spray yeah. paint uh yeah. lo- lots of spray paint like when uh, there's like certain uh moves you do in the game where you like kick somebody and you kick him so hard that like paint just flies everywhere it's like really stylistic and you do a super and like graffiti is going everywhere out of the super i don't know visually the game looks fucking great uh uh, but yeah, I will I'm... say personally, mm-hmm. as soon as I saw Zangief in like their traditional wrestling gear, I was like, oh man. Yeah. And then, uh, all I have seen other than that, like clip of, of Maximilian, oh, Ken? like a little bit, no, all I've seen, there was like a, a, just a taste of homeless Ken. All I've seen on TikTok is just everyone thirsting over Chun-Li. Like does oh. everyone's <laughs> just like, oh, I was like, as soon as she shows up and she looks good. Cause remember what was, um, 
There was that Marvel vs. Capcom game that came out that she looked like a nightmare. Yeah, well, MVC, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, uh, where yeah, she looked, she like, looked a, like a yeah. fucking horrible monster. Um, but they f- fucking put their whole design pussy into this, and yeah. uh, so she looks great, and that's all I've seen on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, oh, yeah. oh my god, she looks she looks like actually Asian now. She looks yeah. like a Chinese Which woman. They fired her yes. original voice actress and brought in an actual Asian woman to voice actor. And like, the crazy thing I didn't know is it's not pronounced Chun Li on the Street Fighter Six. Uh, fit you select it and her name is pronounced chunli like chunli yeah i was like oh okay uh so we've been saying like a lot of people say we're like, a bunch of a lot of people say like bastards. Yeah, yeah yeah a lot of people say like ryu or whatever but that's not a fucking japanese name it's you know it's ryu that's uh anyway yeah chunli is is apparently how you say her like real chinese name uh, and everyone's thirsty as hell for her yeah so yeah, 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 yeah 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 oh yeah uh, no, I'll, this is how it'll go. I'll uh, if it comes out for PlayStation Four, I will buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll play like through the arcade mode of like two or three characters. Um, I'll suck, and then I'll probably spend money on DLC, and then I'll just watch you play, and I'll be like, yeah, like that'll be the enjoyment I'll get out of it. Is just watching you put way too much time into it, and then I'll be like, cool. And then, but you know, did huh? you? Well, hang on. Did you see the single player? What they showed off? It's mm-hmm. like. It's like again. This... All I've seen is that everyone's thirsty for Chun Li. I, th- I mean, that's basically all, all you need to see. Uh, and and homeless Ken. Ken. Uh, <laughs> Ken's homeless. Ken's had uh, hard times, baby. He's had hard times. Put on him. No, it's and we're finally Zach. We're finally past the timeline of Street Fighter Three. This is the furthest we've gone in the Street Fighter timeline. Holy uh, shit! Yeah, here yeah. we go. Finally, fifteen years later, we're past Street Fighter Three. Uh, anyway, uh, I was going to say, no, the single player is like this big, it looks like a, like an open world exploration sort of thing. Like th- they have uh, Metro City, which is the, uh, the setting of a, a final fight, right? Yeah. And, and you can just, ru- there's a create a character where like you create your own fighter and you roam around in Metro City and you're like looking for people on the street to actually have a fucking street fight on the street. Like, in, in Street Fighter. It uh, only took two decades and six games, but we finally got to a street fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, that's, like, the premise of the game is you're, like, roaming around Metro City looking for street fights. Uh, but it looks like there's, like, this exploration aspect and a creative character. It looks like they put some time and money into the single player. It looks, like, fucking crazy. That's fantastic to hear. It's yeah, very exciting, actually. Uh, anyway. Uh, very, very, very excited for Street Fighter Six. That is probably of all the games shown. That is the game I'm probably the most excited for. Uh, that okay. game, that game looks very fucking good. Uh, they also showed off again. This one's just for me. Final Fantasy Sixteen. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. The like the last several mainline final. Like my wife is actually right now playing through Final Fantasy Fifteen. I'm like, God, this game is a fucking mess. And I. Uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy Thirteen. I mean, the last several like big mainline entries for this franchise have, have been a fucking mess. Uh, if you don't count the MMO, even if you do count the MMO, that game launched disastrously. Uh, I don't know, but Seven Remake. I just loved that game so much. That game was so good. So I am hopeful we can take the like experience and the good will. Generated. What lessons have we learned here and how do we apply them? The shit that we yeah. learned making 7 Remake and like what did people respond well in 7 Remake to and let's put that in 16. 
so hopefully that game's good. I don't know. It's hard to tell. There's not a whole lot of gameplay they showed. Most of it was like cinematics, but uh, I don't know. That's, I think that's about it. Were there, were there any other revealed games that I missed? Um, there was, as the internet is now calling it, No Man's Skyrim. Oh, yeah. Uh, is that the... Uh, uh, the Bethesda. The Bethesda uh, Star Starfield? Star? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Starfield, I think. Star- I didn't even. I don't even remember the name. I I think it's called. Starfield? I now just know it as No, no Man's, Man's Skyrim. Skyrim. That's that's the name of it. Just file the paperwork, change the name. I didn't even watch the Microsoft Bethesda. Thing. I I was like, you know what? There's nothing <laughs> that they're gonna show that I could possibly be interested in. Turns out I was wrong because they showed a trailer for a Hollow Knight Silk Song, but there's still a fucking release date. So who cares? Yeah, uh, anyway, thanks for teasing us. And... Yeah, yeah. It was just a fucking tease. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's no, about I, all I know. I didn't even see the Starfield thing. I I don't know. Uh, I, it, did it look good? I don't know. It looks interesting. Okay. All right. Cool. I mean, if you if you played No Man's Sky probably after its completely disastrous launch. Yeah. If you played it afterwards and enjoyed No Man's Sky, it looks like a kind of game that like you can get into if you like kind of planet exploring and mission doing little missions here and there and that kind of thing. Yeah, it seems like it's. It's it's gonna have like kind of both those elements of like Skyrim, and you know, planet planet exploring it. So, cool. I, I mean, yeah. just from a, the, it's, the, it's a, a Bethesda a, game. a lukewarm yeah. hype uh, reception for that. Just, it's, yeah. it's an open I, world. It's, it's an open world. Bethesda but, fucking fall it's it's another yeah. Bethesda. Pretty much yeah. went like, look, all these open world games are coming out. How do we make the most open world? World. Oh well, the fuck a world. We're gonna make space open. Open space game. Okay. Yeah. With, okay. It's an open instead world. of swords and axes, you get guns. Yeah. It's it's an open world Bethesda game. I think you kind of know what you're getting with with a game like that. I I, yeah. I would be surprised True. if it True. was, you know, not Fallout or Skyrim. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Anything Does... on the indie side of things or no? Well, I mean, There's a couple things. Um, was there? <laughs> Wow. Uh, I mean, other than that trailer for Silk Song, which was nothing, I don't. What, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like, I just you remember just seeing. Implied you that heard there it. Was... You well, heard no. it here, folks. There's... If it ain't AAA, James ain't interested. <laughs> no, but the, the like Summer Games Fest is not like an indie. Th- it's like, you know, all the big publishers are showing off their big all... games. This is not the time for like showing off indie games. I don't know if they're. I, uh, t- See to me sometimes if I just see a game I've never heard of before I just think oh it's an indie game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's I don't know so yeah. some of them look kind of indie-ish. Yeah, like their new concepts or different concepts. I don't know. We'll see. I did see it. There was an interesting tweet that I saw this week about like the major differences between uh, game concepts of AAA versus indie developers, and it was like oh. What if you were a bear who was also a housekeeper? Or if it was like Oh, that's oh. true. I forgot yes. Yes. Yeah, like, oh, that what was, if you were yeah. what if you were like a bug that had a to fly. like, you know, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then it was like triple A's big question is like, what if you had a gun? And I'm like, yeah, that's basically <laughs> <laughs> I totally fucking forget. Yes, uh, yes, I did see the bear housekeeping game. I did see the fly game where like the premise is you're a fly and you have like sixty seconds to live, and that's it. That's the game. What kind of mischief can you get into in 60 seconds? Exactly, yeah. How much can you get done in 60 seconds? Uh, yeah, I, I did see some of that. I totally 
f- fucking forgot about those games. Um, I don't know. <laughs> and then the AAA question of what if you had a gun? What if you had a gun, though? <laughs> did you did you consider what if you had a gun? Well, what if you had a gun? We are here to challenge you and ask, but what if you had a gun? <laughs> I, I, I need to go down the list of all the games we just talked about and how many of them do you have guns? Uh, you have guns, I mean. I, probably most of them. Um, Space Gun, RE4 yeah. Gun. Oh, yeah. The only one, maybe not Street Fighter, but I'm sure there's probably... Fighter, we call these things guns. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> and even if not, there's probably some character with something yeah, that... Yeah, there's re- going to be some... Yeah, there's going to be some character with something that re- resembles a gun, probably. The fact that Giles never used a gun seems very not American. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Why does Guile not have a gun for his super? Right. Uh, I do like uh, Jamie... Why does Guile not have a neck? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I do like Jamie's new gimmick, though. That one of the new Street Fighter Six characters, his name is Jamie, uh, and he's a drunken boxer. And the more he drinks during the game, the more moves he unlocks. Uh, Excellent. I like, I like okay. that as a premise. Uh, but like, you have to like think about like if you're if you've like if you knock somebody down or if you're like comboing somebody, is you have to make decisions like, do I go for another hit or do I take a quick drink? Like. You have to like uh, okay, I yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, do I continue with what I'm doing here and mm-hmm. doing minimum damage, or if I have a moment to breathe, do I drink and try to vary, vary up my move set? That's interesting. Yeah. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah, there, there's a lot of really wild. And then when he gets to like maximum drunkness, his appearance—he just openly pisses on himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh... No, he's normally got this braided hair, and then, like, maximum drunkness, his hair just suddenly becomes unbraided, and his face is just, like, all red, and, I don't know, it's ridiculous. Good, good. Um, He's like, I'm gonna shit in this closet, and then everyone's catching these hands. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I keep going back to Street Fighter VI. I'm very excited about that game. That game looks good. Good, Um, good. uh, We should uh, should probably wrap this up and talk about some endorsements, huh? Yes, uh, although somebody did, I did see in the crowd at an AEW wrestling show, somebody did have a sign that said Smash Brothers is a party game. So, well, those there's motherfuckers. There's, I, I, I do love AEW signs. Uh, <laughs> AEW signs are strong. It's sad. It's sad that, like, they're not there for wrestling talent. They're there for, like, internet nonsense to be like, fucking Final well, Fantasy something something actually is it's pretty like, good. It's like JRPG deep cuts. It's like, uh, yeah, I, I've seen like, you know, localized Mother 3 held up at... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of ones that are a lot of like uh, vaguely threatening uh, tones. Like it'll be like, oh, uh, you know, do a remake of you, this weird JRPG game, you fucking cowards. Like, that. <laughs> like oh, Jesus. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but who are they holding that? Is like fucking the president of Nintendo watching an AEW uh, show? Bailey like... might be. Bailey might be watching. You might be able to put in a good word for somebody. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> but anyway, so yes. Now it's uh, what are we? We're putting things over. Yeah, correct? I'll, I'll, yeah. I can go first if if, okay. if you. I'm gonna I'm gonna endorse. I have a terrible endorsement. I'm gonna endorse something either you already have or something you cannot get unless you go on a terribly long waiting list. It's uh, called gout. I'm gonna, I'm gonna endorse the steam, <laughs> the steam deck. I just got my. Steam oh, did deck. yours finally come in? Yes, I've oh, been, I've been using the shit out of it. I love it. It's, um, I, I, it is exactly as promised. It's a portable PC, and that didn't really click 
until I started using it, and I just like and how to... much pornography you could be dragging <laughs> with you at all places. Because like the Switch is not it's a game console. Like this, I there's an option to go to desktop, and I was just like, oh yeah, and then I'm like, oh, it's just a PC. Like I can do anything with. Like I can browse the internet. I could you know what porn what anything like and. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I, I I love it. It's it's also really big, but not cumbersome or awkward. Like it feels fine to hold. Not like the uh, the Wii U big handheld yeah. thingy. No, and it feels like nice. It doesn't feel like cheap and shitty like the Wii U did. Uh, and then I went back and I was because uh, Mario Strikers came out. There's another endo- bonus endorsement. Mario Strikers. We're gonna need to play some. Well, of this that. first this first endorsement is more. I think Mario Strikers is an actual endorsement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This first it, one has a very nan na 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 look what I got. Exactly. There's, there's, there's a lot of caveats, and it's like, if you really wanted a Steam Deck, you could go on a waiting list and maybe get one by the end of the year, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I'll endorse Mario Strikers. I've been playing some of that on the Switch. It's it's great. It's 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 like another way. It's exactly like Mario Tennis, where... It feels like there's an incredibly deep, like, uh, game underneath this very silly Mario veneer, you know. There's this really deep strategy, uh, almost like a fighting game, uh, where, there, mm. you know, you have different characters, different tactics, and anyway. It's very fun. But I played it on the Switch, and I was like, the Switch is fucking tiny! The Switch it's is a children's so toy! It is! It's, it's a so it's like a tiny little Game Boy thing, and I, I was like, "Oh my!" I never realized how small the Switch was until I had this giant fucking portable TV in my. Until he had, yeah, yeah, this um, computer-sized game system. <laughs> anyway, the Steam Deck and Mario Strikers are my endorsements. Excellent. I gotta send okay. both of you our club code so you guys can join. I'll, I'll, you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll post it in the comments if anyone wants to join our. Hell yeah! That'd I'll, be great. If anyone wants to join our club, I'll post our club code in the comments so everyone can get in on our Mario Strikers club. Bunch of randos, I love it. All right, Justin, what about you? What's your uh, ringing endorsement or gonna... flex? I guess my flex. Is I have one... a baby. Go get that. <laughs> well, yeah, my my first flex is don't have a sick kid. Oh, um, oh, how's he doing? Yeah, he's been. Yeah, he's he's doing fine. Oh, yeah, okay. Just running he's around, just, butt, just butt naked walk, in the house. Just walk, he just walked. Hey, by. me too. Great. Um, <laughs> that's how I feel better. I'm like my no, 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 but naked. I'm going to recommend friends like you guys because. Oh, I thought you had a TV nice... show. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 Because Matt LeBlanc's not getting enough work. I'm going to recommend Friends. Go back and rewatch it. Um, uh, I had a nice little birthday surprise. So to kind of summarize what happened, I get picked up by James and Jess. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to do an escape room, you know, for your birthday. So it's James, Jess, Brian. We're all going to an escape room. We do the escape room. Oh, it's nice, fun little time. James makes me drink some horrible drinks. Um, Sounds about normal. Yeah, so then we're like, oh, you know, we're done with the game, with the escape room. Which, by the way, we escaped with ten seconds left. It was yeah. tight. It was very, tight. Very Kids. clutched it. Yeah. Um. So then he's like, oh yeah, let's go uh, get something to eat. And Je- Jess even played it off well. She's like, oh yeah, there was, I was, I've been craving Cajun, and I I saw that uh, Rock and Brews has like good Cajun. And it's like, okay, let's go there. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. We go there. We walk in. And the first thing, like, I suspect was, like, they didn't go to the hostess. They just kind of walked in and, like, 
where can we sit? I'm like, well, you got to go to the hostess to figure out where you're going to sit. And they just walked out into the patio area. And I'm like, where are they going? And all of a sudden, I get a huge surprise. And it's family and friends. And it was a whole, whole thing. I was like, oh, wow, for my 35th birthday. Well, here's the thing. thing. The the ultimate flex here is that you're a great dude. And so Aww. you Aww, got right. a lot on your plate. And it's true. You got a lot on your plate and, and a lot of shit you're responsible for. And having a sick kid and all that like that's that's time out of your day that you don't get to just like chill and have a good time so you deserve if there's anybody in this weird galaxy of friends that that kind of revolve around james i would say you definitely deserve uh you know time to just chill and have a good time and get stressed out in an escape room so yeah i, I also happy, like happy your belated birthday happy belated birthday yeah yeah def- well early well, birthday. No, your real birthday is tomorrow yeah 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 um yeah. Don't fucking push it. I just gave you a nice speech. Let's not fucking <laughs> bog me down in the details, okay? I also like your endorsement of of just friends, which is another just like semi flex or like yeah. a thing you can't get or like can't go buy friends. that at the store. Go get them. Go get them. Go get yeah. your friends. Get some good friends. My recommendation: friends. Go get them. Um, <laughs> go to the store. My uh, my ringing endorsement is. Um, uh, Evil Dead, the game. Uh, we tried oh, playing the, it. Oh, the video Jesus. game. The video game, yeah. Yes, uh, and it didn't go over too well. Um, hearing James become like my disappointed father and just talking about like how shitty the Epic Game Store is, which it is. Um, so we, so when we came home, we we're like, well, let's try playing it for PlayStation Four and see if it's any better. And it was. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. Super not my style of game. I'm not like a huge team-based online multiplayer shooter guy um the my my closest thing would have been what tf2 and you set the record of all time that i could never beat in terms of personal character score while i was in the bathroom like (laughs) i was gone for maybe five minutes and he set the score for the scout so high i could never come close like that's how not great i am at these games um, but I love the IP, and it does a really great job of um, ticking off all the right boxes and including Easter eggs and little references and shit like that. And um, I've enjoyed it a great deal. Luna, uh, my wife, has enjoyed it a great deal. It's much more her style of game. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. The only thing I don't like is it's got cross-platform play, which makes matchmaking super easy. Um, and also they were smart enough that um, they knew that most people wouldn't want to play as the bad guy. Everyone wants to play as the survivors. So one of the modes that you can play is, oh, it's you and three other real people versus the computer. And that's like instantaneous matchmaking because that's what everyone wants to play. No one wants to play the bad guy. Um, The thing I don't love is even though it's cross-platform play, which is great, you the system to add friends on other platforms oh, is not yeah. really there. Yeah. Like, so if you somehow were able to play on PC through the shittiness of the Epic Game Store, it's almost like we have to just like run into each other naturally, and then we can add each other after the fact. Well, but we can't. Like, I, I don't know. I haven't been able to figure out how to be like, oh, come play with me person not playing on ps4 who i know in real life i I haven't figured that out yet we might have to figure that out because our friend tn is as i said very into evil dead and wants to play that game and i was like oh well like one of us could play on the big screen and then i'll download it on the steam deck and then anyway we might have to figure out how to do 
uh, cross play. Well, I guess that's both PC. I don't know. I'm an idiot. Anyway, it's good though. I've enjoyed it a great deal. Um, it's 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 buggy. It, there's still some glitches to it. Um, the funniest one that we ran into is um, if you run out of health, you will bleed out. Like you you stop what you're doing and you lay down, and you're bleeding out. But like one of your teammates can come over and revive you, and you can keep fighting. Um, and so we were coming down to the last minutes of a, of, a, of a fight and we were down, we were bleeding out and we had a teammate come and revive us. But as we were standing up to be, after we had been revived, um, another monster or something hit us and it glitched the game out and we couldn't get up. We were alive, oh. but, our, but the character was still in the sad, I'm bleeding oh. position. So we couldn't get up and run around and grab anything, but we could ass slide around the map and we could still attack. So, and, the, and the creatures couldn't register that we were a threat because we weren't standing and it wasn't written in the game that they would like attack down because you never crouch in the game. Yeah. So we were just ass sliding around the map, just getting up and attacking deadites and keep ass sliding around and we were dying laughing. That's um, amazing. So the bugs that we've run into have only been, like, kind of novelty. Because there was one you can get in cars because sometimes the objectives are far away on the map. So you can all hop in a car and go drive. And so somebody else was driving the car. And we're driving and we're off-roading to get to the, the objective. And suddenly the car just stops like it hit a brick wall. But there's nothing there. And then suddenly, like, a campsite, like, booped in because, like, the game forgot to render it in. And so, like, a giant tent rendered, like, in the middle of the car that we were in. So we all had to get out of the car because the car wouldn't drive anymore because a tent just appeared inside of it. And so we are like, all right, we're going on foot, I guess. So nothing game-breaking, but there's still some stuff that's like, woo, this is an indie game. Like, this is, like, not a triple-A. Like, yeah, the question is, what if you had a gun and a chainsaw arm? But... It's not uh, it's yeah. it's not super polished uh, all the way around, but it's still been a lot of fun. Yeah, so, yeah. I think that's, that's one of those very very rare like mid-sized games right now. Like yeah, yeah, yeah like a, 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 a double A game is one of those. Those types of games don't really get made anymore. The very the true. double A the double A game. Yeah, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So uh, so yeah, I would recommend that. Cool. All right. Well, is that it? Is that is that is that the is that the show? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if we can bore anybody else by explaining how shit I am at, at board games. I think we're I think we're good here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, I don't know. Maybe our next episode will be Mario Strikers or something. Okay. Come join our club. Yeah. It, it it's in the comments. Maybe. There you go. Actually, fuck. We publish to like a million different podcasting platform. You know what? It's in the comments on our YouTube. How about that? There it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, so go go to, visit our YouTube channel. In the comments. Yeah, 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 yeah. comment on there. It'll be the pinned comment. I, now i got to figure out how to pin a comment. God damn it. it, it just look in the comments. It'll be there. All right, join our club. Um, we'll see you next time. For the Good Games Podcast, I'm James. I'm Zach. I'm Justin. Uh, goodbye. Deuces. Bye.
I was very afraid he was gonna like run into frame butt naked, and I'm like, well. oh, I I had I had my finger on the camera button, and okay. he ran in half naked. Okay, I was like, was well, I'm gonna have to edit. He was, he was Winnie the Poohing it. He just had the shirt on and just a little yeah. baby dick out. 